Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to Two Girls One Shop. We are the two girls, Charlie and Nina, and the one shop is Sex Shop. Okay, good morning. Welcome to season three, episode what? I didn't even write down what episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's episode four, you melt. (laughs) Right, we're going with this. We're going with this. This is is like, this is how it rolls in this podcast. Before we've even started this, we've been having a a conversation as to who's going to do the intro. (laughs) Right, I think it should be one of of the two girls, obviously. and there was literally an argument. I've done it last time. Then Nina just went, what What one is it? And I went, it's season three, episode four. And I should say, we had this conversation about 25 seconds ago. Nina made a note of that and still got it wrong. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Okay. Well, good morning anyway. Thanks for that. Um, how, how's, how's your week been? <laughs> my week's been all right yeah not too bad not too bad yours um yes i can't think of anything significant that's happened um in the last week um so i mean it's been drama free i think from what i can gather charles what's happened this week can you think of anything that's happened to us this week that's been monumentally insane um no, I mean I've tried very hard not to leave the house. Yeah, it's probably for the week. So, yeah. Is that your approach to damage limitation? Mm. Just stay in. Yeah. <laughs> what you can't see is the fact that's a hundred percent sincere. That answer. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I deal with that. Nothing bad can happen, and I think it's a slippery slope to that. Uh, you know, where you can't go out anymore. So that is it agoraphobia, agoraphobia? It's agoraphobia, yeah. But I mean, are you basically just saying that you two are going to just remain hermits for the rest of your life? I mean, that's... Well, yeah. Anyway, isn't it? We Well, we sometimes go out and then we regret it very quickly. So we just crawl back into the... Where little shell that we came out of so <laughs> 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 sometimes people come knocking on my door and that is where things get complicated because then I have to leave my own house while there's people here oh so if somebody's <laughs> right, right, okay, if I'm extra I'm if I'm extra avoiding people if someone knocks on my door like my brother or whatever he'll be like oh I'm just walking because that's, uh, that's how people treat my house um, and I'll, I'll just walk out. Be like, yeah, I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I need to break this down. So your brother pops around to see you, walks in the front door, uh, and then you just fuck off. Yeah, I'll just go and sit in my car on my drive-by. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I've witnessed this. All oh, right. I mean... I mean, I, I think if I popped round and I was like, hello, girls, and then you just went and sat in your car on the drive whilst I sort of sat in your front room slightly confused as to where you'd gone, <laughs> I think I'd be a little bit weirded out by that. That's how you get them. That's how you get them, Stu. You keep them on tenderhooks. Are you coming back? Are you not? <laughs> it's quite extreme. <laughs> it works. 
Uh, every time. So how how long would you stay sitting in my front rows, Jen? <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, had I not heard this conversation, like obviously within about three minutes, I'd be like curtain twitching, just thinking. Oh, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, she's sitting in her car, isn't she? Of course she is. Um, had I not had this conversation with you today, I think after about five minutes, I'd be starting to think, where is she? This is a bit odd. And then I think maybe I'd give it 10 minutes. And then I think as I left, if you was just sitting in your car, I'd probably be a little bit panicked like you'd accidentally locked yourself in the car. And then I think I'd be really weirded out when you was just like, nah, just thought I'd come and sit in my car. <laughs> it's, be- it's best I stay away from you and any other person. <laughs> it's just how I roll. <laughs> but then there's, like, oh, I hate brilliant. that when you just like, you, you don't know when to like cut. So like you think, if you wait for a little bit, you think, fuck this, I'm leaving. And then have you ever gone to leave and then the person's like turn up and then it's like, oh, I was just leaving. Have you ever had that? No, I don't ever find myself in any kind of fucking scenario no, like what you were just well, talking about. <laughs> I do. And then you think, like, I'll wait a little bit longer. And then you think, well, if I leave now, I'll look like I've been stood up. Um, so I have to just see it through. That actually happened to me. I did get stood up once. And I was so, like, shall I fucking leave? Well, I, I didn't... So, right, no, give the back Give the backstory. Okay. Because at the moment, all I'm picturing is like Charlie's now got a, a fucking a Ford panic room on her drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, this isn't the main story for today. This is just a side note. Um, I um, went on a date with someone who actually turned up, which makes this story all the more weirder. Um, so he turned up for the date. Um, he was late, which I just think, well, it's a bit fucking rude. Uh, but fine. So we've gone to this like local place um, and he buys me a drink. We sit down and we have like a little brief chat and, you know, pass the nice ease. You're pretty. Thanks. Um, and then he gets. A- I love the fact your face then. You look like you had the ump that he called you pretty. No, I love being called pretty. I love I love all the compliments. So, I mean, all of them. And it makes a change from nice tits or. I'd come, yeah. But so, I mean, being called pretty is actually really nice. So, Good. just for future reference, <laughs> if any of y'all want to compliment me. Um, yeah, so, yes, uh, we were chatting, his phone rings. So, he says, I'm really sorry, I'm going to take this outside. So, I was like, cool. Um, and then he goes outside, and I'm waiting. He's like left his like drink at the table. Um, so, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And about like, Maybe 10 minutes pass. So I'm thinking, fucking hell, you just say, I'm on a date. I can't talk or whatever. Um, so I can't see the, the sort of area that he's standing in from where we're sitting. But then I, you know, get halfway down my drink and then a guy comes in and he went, um, oh, no, a guy comes up to me and said, oh, I don't think he's coming back, love. And I was like, <laughs> no, he's just taking a phone call. Uh, and... Then he never fucking came back. Oh, dear. I know. So I'm at this stage where I've drunk my drink. I'm now embarrassed. Everyone is watching me because I'm, I'm still waiting for this guy to come back. And, um, yeah, so he just never returned. So it was like, well, do I leave now and don't and, and stop embarrassed, like being embarrassed, or do I just just stay here for the rest of the night like it was my plan to do so? Did you see him, Charlie, when you was doing your, your loops around the block waiting to see how the date I was out unattended. So, I mean, this is where – that was my first mistake. Oh, dear. So, did you – did you? I mean, did you phone him and go, mate? Yeah, I texted him and I was like, where are you? No, no nothing. And he'd got the train from London as well. So, what he'd done is he'd obviously sat down – had a chat, got a call from probably his fucking wife, um, and then um, he just got on a train and gone back to London. Oh, that's a bit rough, isn't it? I think so. I think it's like 
I think it's really awful to not just come back in and go, look, I've got to go. Like, at least pretend like you've got to be somewhere. Don't just fucking ditch. Yeah. Why would he buy himself a drink as well to make it look like he was going to stay? He could have just not turned up. I don't, I don't understand the logistics of it. It would have been so much easier to just not turn yeah. up. Yeah, to, to get a train from London. You just think, what, did you fancy a train journey? Anyway, if anyone can shed any light on why a man would do that, then please answer on the back of a postcard. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I didn't go. I didn't go because I felt too embarrassed to leave, so I just stayed and got drunk. The most embarrassed I think I've ever been was... Can you remember the, the the nightclub? I'm obviously I'm older than you. Um, I don't even know if it was called that when perhaps you were at clubbing. Can you remember Club Art? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it become Storm. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Mansion. Mansion. That's it. Like a hundred things that club, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So when it opened, it was called uh, Club Art, and they used to do like a a, a rock night on a Tuesday, I think. And it was super busy. And I'm, I'm talking kind of like early, sort of 93, 94, I suppose. And uh, we used to go down there and it used to be really, really good. Um, and I, I can remember it was a panda pint of Miller. Can you remember Miller? Like, like, and it was one of them things that you could drink like 30 pints of and you just could not get pissed in there. It was, it was a fucking horrible night, but it was just... It played music that we liked, and you know, you'd go there and try and meet girls and stuff. And I remember, like, I'd got there. It must have opened at nine. I was in there about like half ten. No one on the dance floor, but it was like packed. Everyone was sort of standing around the dance floor, and they played a record that I liked. And I just thought, I think I probably had like a bottle of wine in the car on the way down there. So I was quite pissed. And I remember thinking, I'm just gonna have a dance, and I. And uh, quite a maverick strike to be the first guy on the dance floor, but I thought, fuck it. Um, went down there, and then as I kind of maybe made my first tentative steps into uh, my my uh, routine, um, I slipped over uh, and landed flat on my ass, poured a pint over my head, uh, <laughs> and just lay there in the middle of the dance floor with probably about 200-odd people that, you know, saw it, that were just standing around, like, the vicinity of the dance floor. And I just thought, okay, well, I'm not necessarily easily embarrassed, but I thought, this is quite spectacular. <laughs> like, where do I go with this? And I just thought, I might sit it out. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> and do that, and like, that 80s, like, dance where they do that. <laughs> no, no, I just kind of took, like... Maybe like a, a boxer's approach of like, stay down, see out the count. <laughs> and I just thought, right, I'm staying down. Uh, and then and then after about a minute, my mate Dennis just kind of walked out, bless him, best, best, that's a mate, I'll tell you, walked out and then just laid down next to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want from your mates. I think that's possibly, um, any other time I've been like massively embarrassed, I probably bought it on myself. But... <laughs> I've been. I think I might have mentioned on here once when I'm just. I'll get on to asking you in a sec, Charlie, about being stood up. But did I mention on this podcast when I went on the date with the posh girl from Southend, and and I pulled up, and the dad was just like, "No chance, mate," and just shut the door in my face. Yeah. 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 That that that. that was was that with your cat in the hat car? Exactly that. Yeah. 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 Have you been stood up, Charlie? No. No, I've never stood anyone up. I mean, I've cancelled a date at the last minute loads of times, but mm. I've, I would never stand someone up or... No, it's never mm. happened to me. Weirdly. Got my stories here. Move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, in which case, uh, let's open the shop and uh, and, yeah... Ladies, tell me a story, please. Okay, this is a story about a man whose name is Poundcoin Man. Um, weirdest, one of the weirdest things 
that's happened in the shop. Um, so this, it's after the first lockdown. Um, so we're talking like all the masks and PPE and stay away from everyone and social distancing and all of that that was going on in the shop. So um, this guy walks in without a face mask um, and, you know, you ask him, can you please put on a face mask? Well, that was my first mistake, fucking engaging him in conversation. Because then what well, he seemed relatively normal, he was like, I would say late 30s, he had glasses on, normal clothes, khaki trousers and T-shirt, you know, seemingly I mean you know I hate the word normal but I don't know how else to describe yeah. just the everyday person mm-hmm. so um so he was he then started questioning like oh why do I have to wear a mask and it's just like oh you were a fucking asshole great um so you have to go through the whole like to protect the staff and to protect other people and he's just arguing it back and I just thought yeah just fuck off mate just put the mask on or go but he just he just like wanted to have like this long conversation he wanted he walked in wasn't he he was literally like I happened to just be passing by and popped in and he was like sort of like asking why he should wear a mask this close to Charlie's face but literally like two centimeters away yeah, so I'm just like, okay, whatever, mate. Just also, fellas, also, fellas, uh, what you didn't see there was Nina's depiction of two centimetres, which is very, <laughs> very generous. <laughs> two centimetres. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's not the brains, bless her. Um, yeah, so this, so this guy is just like wanting a row. Um, so I'm just like, do you know what? Go and get what you what you come in for, but just please, can you just keep your distance from me and everyone else? So he walks off and then he comes back and he's just like, you're being really hostile. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? I'm like, do you want to buy something? <laughs> do you want to buy, do you actually want something in here other than to have an argument? Right, so he starts trying to like have this argument calling me hostile I'm like do you know what if you're gonna be like that you can just go because it's a non-essential shop you I don't have to let you in here if I don't want to like I think that's what people need to or like some customers and like you know just your general shoppers in any shop they people don't have to let you in their shop it's private property so legally, you don't have a fucking right to be there, mate. So if I don't want you in it, then I don't have to have you in it. It's that, it's that easy. I can call the police and get them to remove you, charge you for trespassing if I wanted to. Like, you don't have a right to be here. So or just, just don't be a dick, mate. Just, yeah, I mean, if everyone just stopped being a fucking dick, that'd be great as well. Um, With the shop, though, you're a captive audience. They know it's only women in there. They know you can't go anywhere. So you're perfect. Just, you're a sitting duck. So this conversation just starts getting, like, really bizarre. So we just walked off and he's carrying on talking to us. We're not even listening. We are having separate conversations with different people and he's still talking to us. Um, and he just, it, it just takes like a bizarre turn. So he pulls this like, of like black plastic out of his pocket and he's like. Right, you can't say that in the context of the <laughs> shop he's in. You need to be more descriptive than that. I don't even know what it was. It was just like something black and small that was in his pocket. So he's pulled this... Again, not helping, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) So he's pulled this thing out of his pocket halfway through. Sorry, I keep saying pocket. Um, Like, just halfway out of his pocket. What do you think this is? Cars to a Mercedes. I'm like... I don't know what you're fucking talking about. And as he's done it, this like um, train ticket fell out of his pocket at the same time. <laughs> I saw it fall to the floor and he didn't see it. And I was standing there while he's just like going at me about whatever, driving and like how cool he is. And um, I'm thinking, shall I tell him that he's 
train tickets falling out of his pocket or should I just let him have to get all the way to the train station and buy another well, ticket home? Jump back in his Mercedes that he keeps going on about. Yeah. Wait, you don't need that. Well, this is proof. I have a Mercedes too. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it, it just being really strange and like, you know, just weird anyway. So we call the police because we just like had enough of it. Um, and he won't leave. Um, and he won't put How on... long's he been, like Charlie? How long's he been in there now? Fifteen minutes. I mean, that's a long time in that kind of yeah. situation, isn't it? It's a long time to have a conversation with someone, yeah. That's like well, I mean, he was having a conversation with me, just was talk you know when people just start talking at you and you just stand in there because you just don't care anymore. Like, I, I, I don't care about arguing with people, get no thrill out of it at all, get no thrill out of like any kind of confrontation. It's, you know, it's been, I've been there for 15 years, <laughs> yeah. for crying out loud. It's just, it's just another annoyance to me. <laughs> so, um, so I called the police. They start, the police start walking down the high street and they're on the radio. And this guy pulls a fucking a mask out of his back pocket and puts it on. Right. And I'm just like, you pussy cunt. The moment the fucking police get here, you pull out a fucking mask, you prick. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, this, this guy leaves. Um, a mask. A oh, face mask. Right. Yes. Yeah. A face yep. mask that I've been asking him to put on the whole time yep. that he's saying that he's not going to put it on and he doesn't feel like he yep. has to. And the moment the police like saying they're coming, he pulls this mask out and I just, you know, he's just like, what, why are people like this? Why are people <laughs> like this? Um, and then um, he then weirdly starts walking back past the shop out the front, right? And then he walks back again. So he goes backwards and forwards a few times, like looking in. I don't, he was obviously trying to be threatening or whatever, I don't know. Because um, at this point, the police had caught up with him down the high street and told him not to come back in. So he's walking backwards and forwards because obviously he's not allowed in, but he's allowed to walk past. Um, and he throws a pound coin into the shop at me. But it was like, um, you know, like the Michael Jackson coin flip into the... <laughs> Um, jukebox it was like that so it wasn't like a lob he wasn't like trying to hurt me just kind of like flicking it in like which I thought that was just weird like what what are you doing have that for your trouble yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like like, really like carnival queen just like lozzing coppers at her (laughs) get yourself something nice darling yeah (laughs) how passive aggressive can you get there you go won't let me in here, eh? Right, what I'm going to do is a flick of fucking pound coin at you, have some of that. Right? And then he walks back again and flicks another pound coin at me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, okay, right, I'm I'm keeping this. So I picked up the pound coins because obviously we need milk. Yeah. Um, and that's the least they can do is buy us some Always milk. Always resourceful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I just wonder what the, the what he s- left his house that morning thinking. Like, how old was he, by the way? Roughly, he was like late thirties. He wasn't a lot older than me. That's so weird. It's really weird. It's a like a split decision because surely no one goes. I tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'll, I'll get myself ready. I'll just hop on a train. Gonna go to and um, I'm gonna shout at a woman, and then I'm gonna take my own money, and instead of exchanging it for goods like people usually do in shops, I'm just gonna throw my money in through the door. That's not rational thinking. That's not a plan, is it? That's a that's a spur of the moment thing. This will fucking annoy her. I'm gonna chuck a pound at her. I just do honestly think it's terrifying that people like that are just walking the streets <laughs> because that's just one very very small isolated incident and you just think if that's their mindset what else is unfolding in their lives on a daily basis it's like i mean you know the, the high street that, that we're talking 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But it's a crazy place it really is you know I've every time I've gone there it is like especially if you're with the kids it's just like oh come over here kids <laughs> come away from that one that's not very good why is he barking daddy don't worry about that <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the thing but like so many incidents like that that are literally just like a, a few moments in in the day and then you just go Right, what's everyone having for lunch then? And then you just get on with it, yeah. and then the next person comes in and does something really fucking strange. Like we used to have this like um, homeless guy that used to come in, and like no no problem with it at all, except he used to sexually assault the mannequins. Like, like honestly, we we'd have mannequins in the center of the shop, like in the get up. And he'd come in and literally like pull the phone to the side and start like going down on a fucking mannequin in in front of shop full people. <laughs> what is that? What are you getting out of that? No. Yeah. <laughs> you can and it's literally not... like it's not even a vagina on it. No. It's Do you know what I mean? It's not like a Barbie doll. It's like yeah. Literally just a bit of plastic. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, I guess... Poisonous as well. Maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe he was just like getting high off of like some sort of mannequin fume paint stuff. Extre- very extreme way of doing it. Yeah. Well, you got to get your kick somehow. I-, I-, I guess no one got hurt in the making of that incident, but <laughs> it's no one needs to see that. No. Like, at first, it was just I, the sort of like he'd walk in, and he'd be like, Wee, and like look at them, and then he'd like sort of like pinch one of their like completely hard butts. So like, there's nothing to even grab there. It's just like a sort of like a, and then uh, and then as like the weeks progressed, he. I love the fact it's a relationship. I love that bit of flirting at first. Yeah. yeah. He did, he He's built, playing the long game, yeah. wasn't he? He wasn't going to go straight in there with the uh, vagina licking. Humans have shown me less respect. So, I mean, at least, you know, he probably would have taken her out for dinner had we allowed him to remove one from yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, at least he turned up. Yeah, exactly. He didn't take one look at her and go, Oh, fucking not going home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it just got worse and worse and worse. And then, like, to the point where he's, like, dry humping this mannequin on a platform in the centre of a shop. Was it one of them things where he was that kind of okay with a whole scenario that you could be like, let's call him Terry for the sake of uh, this conversation. <laughs> Terry, not again. Can you leave, please? And would he just be like, oh, it's all right. Yep, yeah, and go. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> we do. Yeah, there are quite a few customers that were like, no, not today. And they're like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, okay, see, see you next go. week. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Be back next week to try again. <laughs> oh, my God. What other jobs, like what other shops do you experience that kind of behaviour in? I mean, it's fucking surreal. It, re- it really is. Um, I've got... um some things whilst we're talking about dates and first dates i found a thing that um that i've that i want to run past you and it's uh, a list of 10 questions to ask on a first date um before we get into that um if you're on a date do you have um like a a get out of jail question like, have you got, like, a few things, if, if the conversation just isn't flowing, have you got something that you'll always kind of throw in the mix? Oh, I treat, I treat dates like um, an interview. Um, so I have a lot of questions that I ask the same questions all the time. Oh, okay. So I can get, like, That's a measure of people. Um, because... Uh, yeah, I think it, like, well, I say I think it works. I'm a single woman and I have no prospective uh, love life. So perhaps it does not uh, work. <laughs> are these potential dates, like, are they, are they cool with, like, bringing a CV and you having a clipboard and stuff like that? Are they all right with that? I mean, it's the clipboard that gets them in the first place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well... <clears throat> Um, so here is a list of 10 questions to ask on a first date, right? And so we, we'll, we'll, we'll go through the 10 of them uh, quickly, unless we we, uh, we digress. Um, first question you should always ask um, a date um, is to get them talking about themselves, apparently. So uh, question one, what makes you unique? If someone asked you that, would you like that? Charlie? No, I've got a little bit of audacity when it comes to dating. I feel mm-hmm. like they need to impress me. And if they expect me to impress them, I'm like, you fucking what? You're here for me, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's so my crazy. that's my whole attitude towards dating. I just yeah. don't feel like, I just, I think it's just like so insulting for a guy to think that you're there to impress them. Mm. We already I don't know, know why. What are you fucking yeah. thinking? <laughs> it's so, yeah, I know. It's so like, um, I don't know. It's really like sexist of me to think that. But I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't think anyone, <clears throat> you know, when you actually look at the bottom line of it, it's like no one should be trying to sell themselves to someone, should they, on a date. It should theoretically be in an ideal world, in in a kind of hippie kind of scenario, it should be more natural, shouldn't it? And it should just yeah, and things like that. But I guess in the world that we live in now, where dating is, you know, it's big business, you know, aside from other, you know, the, 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 the basics of it, um, I guess maybe there is that extra pressure where you, you know, you do think that are people going on more dates now? Do I have to kind of you know, sell something, you know, you know, sell myself a little bit harder rather than just going there and having a, a standard chat and seeing where it goes. I don't know. I've, I mean, my memories of, of that, I never, ever sort of had a a question in mind or anything like that. It was just always like, see how it goes. Yeah. If it's like, I think if, what what's if, unique about you is like a pre-date question because if you don't know what's unique about a person before you go on a date, then... What you want to? Why you want to date them? That's a very good point. What's unique about you, Stu? What would you say if you were asked a question like that? <laughs> the longest pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got to be careful because you just don't want to sound like an egotistical wanker. It's a really hard one to ask, isn't it? Answer, sorry. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know. What makes you different from any guy that a girl might possibly be on a date with instead? I think I've got a good backstory. <laughs> a 
okay. you're married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I think that my uh, my my kind of uh, journey this far is something that can make asking questions quite easy, and and I think maybe some of the things that I've done in my life this far maybe could open conversation quite easily because I do think that a lot of the things that I've done aren't done by that many people and I don't mean that like I'm better or worse than than them people but there's nothing wrong with a little bit of um I am actually better than everyone I know so (laughs) no I'm certainly (laughs) not saying that uh but yeah I do think that like some of the things I've done over the years have been you know are quite interesting and and yeah could have a a bit of a chat about it but yeah aside from that yeah uh I'm haggard but uh (laughs) My legs are my legs are all right, only because they've got to fucking deal with a strain of carrying the rest of me around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a very strange one. Yeah, I, I, I would panic if I was on the spot and someone asked me that. In which case, I'm going to say that number two is um, tell us some random fun facts about you. If someone said that to me, I think I would be like, "Look, I ain't a fucking red coat." Yeah, that's the sort of question people like Shane Ritchie want to be yeah. asked, and then they're just going to fucking bang on about how fucking funny they think they are. Oh, have you got any fun facts, Jars? What's a fun fact about you? Um, well, I actually do have one because I've been to loads of those um, really shitty, like team bonding bullshit things where wow. they do like an icebreaker. Yeah, and it's like, I tell me a fun fact about you. So you have to be like, oh hi. My name's Charlie. I'm 33 years old. Um, I actually once drove a um, fire engine at 120 miles an hour on an airfield, not around the streets, sadly. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they will not let her drive anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't crash it. I mean, that's legit. That's, really that, that's cool. a fun fact. That, yeah. is, a, that, that is, is a fun yeah. fact. That is really cool. I'm quite proud of that. And I fucking loved it as well. It was so exhilarating. It's great. Nina? I don't really have any fun facts, I don't think. Not, well, I don't know. It's difficult I don't really think I've done really, well, I don't know. In which case, question three is a really good alternative question, so I'll throw that one at you, Nina. What's something you want to learn or wish you were better at? Um, I would love to be better at uh just adulting in general you know when you see people like absolutely winning at being grown-ups they aren't though they aren't well aren't they I don't know I wouldn't know because I can't do it I've tried I look at like um see I've got mates that that were just like, even when we were at school, like they were the sort of fellas that had pubes when they were 13 and like, and at 16 would come to school on a motorbike and like, uh, and then like, they'd like, they left school and never went to college. You know, I I was way, way more immature. I was like, I need to just go and muck about at college. Uh, And they were like, went out and got like proper jobs, either went to the city or went and become bricklayers. And like, I think like, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're like, they're the sort of people that just seemed more grown up. They were the ones that were going to clubs at 16 and they were the ones that had kids when they were quite young. And like, and, and they always, yeah, they always seem to just marry people that just seemed like they just wanted to be mums. Yeah. That was what their goal was. And But I just think, I think that just screams midlife crisis. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. think it's like never really kind of done all the things that like I wish I would have done because I was I I, I just went straight into you know the whole world of two point four, which is fine, but uh, I do think that there's something to be said for enjoying your life. It would be well handy you... to know at like what frequency do you do washing, like. 
because I just wait until my clothes are all dirty and then do washing. But like that's people, what everyone does, love. Because I that is normal. Don't don't, yeah. don't bother washing clean clothes, yeah. Nina. You're wasting your fucking time. Once you've got a load, mate, stick it in there. Well. <laughs> Charlie, back off with a fucking innuendo today. Come on. Once you've got a full load of fucking stuff in there. Um, maybe not adult in them, but maybe I'd like to be better at maths so that I don't embarrass myself so often and be able to tell time. That might be quite handy in general life. I, I, I mean, I quite, I, I find that sort of stuff endearing. Like, I, well, my, I'm an absolute, like, fool. Because I'm incapable no. of reading at four o'clock. I've, I've got a mate who is who works in uh, works for the government, very very high up in a very important role. Um, <laughs> and if I said to him, I don't know where, where am I going, left or right. He will do this, and for the purpose of the podcast, I'll tell you what I'm just doing. He will just fill his earring because oh, oh. <laughs> he, kn- he knows he's got his left ear pierced, and he only knows his left and right by checking that. Oh, it's scary how much influence that man has <laughs> on uh, on the lives of young uh, and and yeah, dysfunctional <laughs> young people in the county that we live in. Yet he doesn't know he's left from his right. <laughs> happens to the best of us. I only know it's left and right because yeah. this is a love, and that's a backward love. <laughs> yeah, same. I feel like I've got my life pretty much together as well, and I don't know. Oh, I, I do that too. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna swerve question four, which is uh, play. Would you rather? Uh, oh, I like a would you rather. Oh, okay, right. Go on. Let's let's okay. play it. Go well, for it. um. I, Weirdly, this happened the other day, so it's like a, it's gross, and I'm sorry, but it's you know I'm I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, so my one of my sisters asked my other sister, "Would you rather drink a pint of period blood or a pint of sperm?" What would you rather? That's, that's fucking disturbing. I know. Do you want to know what she chose? Whose period blood is it? Mine. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really think I want it. It's like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, but it's not going to be your own sperm, so why wouldn't it be someone else's period blood? I don't know. Um, but she chose a pint of sperm and said that she would choose a pint of sperm over a lot of other things as well. So I was like, well, what are we saying here? Like, I'm really not a fan of cider. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and then I was like, but what about the temperature? What temperature is it? Because that matters. Because it's harder to drink something I, lukewarm than it is to drink something cold. But cold yeah. sperm, I mean, I, I haven't had a lot of uh, experience with cold sperm, but I assume that it's, it goes not nice. Yeah. Never dated an Eskimo. <laughs> I think um, think sperm would be more hygienic. Yeah. Because that's coming straight out of the... (laughs) The tap. (laughs) The tap, whereas, like, period blood is, like, a lot of tissue and it's a lot of, like... But then there are people that... waste, do you know what I mean? It's, like, the waste of your body. Yeah, but... going to have bacteria and whatnot. And I just think, like... If you've got no qualms with eating your placenta, you're probably not. You're probably going to just be all right with most things. I'd eat. I'd eat a placenta out of the free thing. I'd, I'd eat a pint of placenta. <laughs> I'd eat a pint of placenta. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm not now. I'm certainly not on here to pass judgment on anyone or give advice. I'm really not. But Nina, you've mentioned several times over the three seasons that um, your dating life isn't the most successful thing. For somebody that loves the game of Would You Rather, my advice to you is possibly swerve it on a date because uh, I'm not so sure that's a good way to kick things off. Out of interest, mate, before you, before you start on your, your pint of Moretti, um, would you rather... Well, I didn't ask that question. It was one of my sisters to another sister uh, who was like... And it was totally out of context as well. We were sitting there having a cup of tea and she went... Um, 
Oh, Suze, would you rather drink period blood or sperm? I was like, right, okay, I don't want to play this game, but fine. But, you know, we all do it, don't we? We all say, would you rather this or would you rather that? Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. Yeah, what would you rather? Okay, would you rather have sex with a goat and nobody find out about it or not have sex with a goat but everybody thinks you have? (laughs) See, right, there's uh, my mate... uh, Cunt in the gang has wrote a song because there was a a, a petrol station uh, up the road from where we lived growing up, uh, and we would walk from our estate up to get like crisps and like and shit like that when we were kids. Um, and there was this kind of guy that I reckon at the time he must have been about twenty five. He didn't look like he'd had the most fun life, and then. One of my friends from another area come and hung out of us one night and we went up there and he was like, oh my God, that's the guy that fucked a sheep. Um, and so apparently the rumour was that a load of lads held an air rifle to his head and made him bang a sheep, right? It's absolute bollocks, right? It's just one of them things where it's just folklore. <laughs> but there is a song that you can listen to on the internet called The Bloke Up The Garage Fucked a Sheep. <laughs> But that is the thing. I guarantee that fella never put his dinkle uh, in any farmyard animal. Yet, I guarantee any time the word sheep gets mentioned to this day, his shoulders probably still shudder. And it just takes him back to a place that he doesn't want to be. Because the story's always more interesting than the facts, isn't it? Oh, you know, facts, it, do they? No, of course not. Like, if the bloke up the garage used to have a pet sheep, nowhere near as interesting as him fucking a sheep, is it? Ah. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, do you? No, no. Um, I'd rather everybody think I uh, fucked a goat rather than actually having to have sex with one. How hot is the goat? What temperature? These matter, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It's a live goat. Probably the same so. as that pint of sperm. Goats out there. <laughs> well, it, the goat's got a beard. Oh, have sex with the goat. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So this is one that I just think um, if you are on a date, if you're going to ask this, I'm thinking get this one in early because it could be a long night. Um, girls, what's something that bugs you? <laughs> I mean, that could be a long night, couldn't it? And Charlie pulls out a scroll from her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. I mean, would you ever bring that up to somebody on a date? Like, tell me something that gets on your nerves or, you know. Oh, no, I, I guess maybe weakness. that. Are you mad? It's fucking bad enough when <laughs> I don't know your weaknesses, mate. <laughs> the list of things that really upset me is someone who is, in about six months' time, going to fuck you over. You're mental. <laughs> Moving on to question seven. <laughs> Um, I mean, this one here, what's your most embarrassing thing you can remember that's happened to you? I mean, we kind of touched on that. Uh, uh. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, what's your favorite place on Earth? I mean, that's, that's all right, isn't it? I mean, it's a bit bland. I've not been everywhere on Earth, so... Yeah. If, I, I really loved Venice. I would die in Venice if I could. That's a boring answer, though. Mm. Someone asked me about Venice, I'd have a fucking story for them. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. We know all about my holiday. For yeah, yeah. Venice. you're matching so, things <laughs> <laughs> Keep laughing. Yep, that's the gift. That is the gift that keeps on giving. That one. <laughs> um, question number nine: uh, Who are the special people in your life? <laughs> Ask your date to talk about their siblings, best friends, grandparents, or even their pets. Fuck me, Nina. Where do you go with that? I've got two birds. Yeah, I've got two birds and a toddler. Okay, I'm just going to take this phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no because you open the door up for a potential cry and I just don't want my day crying because it's happened already and I just like don't ask them don't ask them about things like that you can say oh have you got any siblings I actually asked the guy once Mm. if he had any siblings and he said no but I have got a brother and I was like okay (laughs) <laughs> that's when you need to go and yeah. take a call and that was the date done and dusted <laughs> I wonder what you I thought I don't know were. I didn't ask I was just like ha, okay <laughs> oh god what, so you think that that could end up starting some kind of you know X Factor dialogue of the Snow Patrol music and them starting to talk about their deceased nan and then before you know it, like everyone's in bits. One hundred percent. Okay, yeah, I get that. I get that. Keep it light. It's the first yeah. date. Yeah. You know? Okay. Are you are you on board with this as well, Charlie? Yeah. I mean, they don't need to know that on the first date, and you know, I don't want to know about their special people either. Because men have, like, a bit of a habit of, like, really going to town on, like, it's a real proper pet peeve of mine. Like, if they have children and they're like, I love my children, they mean more to me than anything in the world, um, I would die for them, they are they are my life. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, they're your kids. You don't have to explain that to me, I understand yeah, that, that's that's a that's a, yeah, given. a given. Yeah, you haven't got to tell people that, and it makes me think, what are you what are you compensating for if you have to explain how much your children mean to you? But I get it all the time, literally all the time. Like they are my world, and you just as think, soon yeah. As you that on a dating profile, it will start with my kids are my world. Cut them dead, mate. I don't care yeah. what they're like. You're off. But it's like, yeah, your kids are your world. Why have you got to say that? I don't understand why you have to explain that unless you're compensating for something. Like, you actually only see them every other weekend and you can talk about them <laughs> Monday to Friday. That's that's what I... That's um, my automatic thought on that. So, yeah. It is weird, isn't it? It is that, that, that sort of thing. It's like when... When people say, "Oh yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm babysitting the kids tonight." Oh my it's god, like, don't. No, 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 you're not. Like you, you, <laughs> you're, you're just being you're dad. Fulfilling your parental duties being, is what you're doing. Yeah, you, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a given. All of that. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Because it is such a common thing. Like uh, I'm basing all of this on watching things like first dates, <laughs> and, and it is just like, oh yeah, like you know, I just, <sighs> yeah, I just love my kids. Like I do anything for yeah. my kids. It's like, yeah. Everyone loves their kids. We don't need to have. We don't. We don't need to establish that. That's that's just kind of life, isn't it? It's like, all right, oh, you've got kids. Okay, 
Like, I think I'd be more put out if, like, yeah, they're right. <laughs> it's like, I think that would that would be a conversation starter. I'd be like, all oh, right, you don't like your kids. Like, <laughs> I think that would be uh, definitely a, a, a more of a conversation starter rather than I love my kids. All oh, right, oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, I love oh, my kids as a conversation then. ender. So, mm. yeah. Well, my reply um, also, would be just a sarcastic, oh, okay, yeah, I've got kids too. They're not my world. Fucking can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> as like just a little bit of like shock Wrong. factor because you know you yeah. don't have to explain these things to people yeah of course you fucking yeah. love your child <laughs> but yeah it's, yeah so I don't I don't really need to know about their their world and who they love uh, best friends like are you interested in knowing about their best friend no I mean it ain't gonna be hard for Nina because you can just go when the fella goes, who's that girl in a motor out there? <laughs> Best mate. In about 20 minutes, she'll go. <laughs> People know about Charlie before they, like, really get to know me because it's, like, one of the first, like, oh, who's that girl you do everything with? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, she's a permanent feature. So, you know, it's just a given, really. And I think, but I, I don't think that's a bad thing because when you get one of us, you get the other one. And I think that is a fucking deal, mate. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going on a date with someone, they might as well go on a date with Nina because if she doesn't like her, then yeah. see you later, mate. Don't matter if I like you. <laughs> so many hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. What's something you're proud of? Ah, uh, see, do you know what? I know that, like, that's the that's the, that. I mean, that is like the bottom level answer, isn't it? And it, it, it really is, and it's like, yeah, and like, you, it, if you say that, it's just like that isn't an interesting, engaging answer, is it? It's like obviously it goes back to what we were just saying. Of course, you're proud of your kids, like, but yeah, like, are you proud? Uh, yeah, all humility aside. You know, are you are you proud of yourself? You know, what have you done that <laughs> yeah. that you're proud I hope of? You're proud of yourself. That's how I would <laughs> deliver it. Uh, ask them the last time they won an award. I've got a merit. I don't think I've ever in year six. I don't think I've ever won an award. This could be the okay, man. In year four, I came the runner-up for a drugs trail. I have the certificate, and I'm oh like, "Oh my god, it wasn't that, was that, um, that? It's a drugs that trail. Stranger danger thing. And they like drag you around some random spot and lead you to people like inhaling light fluid. What the fuck are you two talking about? I don't know. A drugs trail. I don't understand. I came runner-up. <laughs> Who came first? Isn't it? Going what is a drugs trail? Drugs and fucking taking them or something, probably. What, like a sniffer? <laughs> don't know. I don't know. It's just I've got this certificate that it's says runner up year four. Remember, I'm sure it's called Crucial Crew. I, I mean, obviously that shit won't happen when I was yeah. at school. Like, <laughs> so. Y- y- uh, yeah, I'm confused. But congratulations anyway, yeah, Charlie. You. Like, maybe next time you'll you'll, uh, you'll win. Um, and obviously, right, in a year's we're, time, we're, we would have won the um, Podcaster of the Year award. So we will be at the uh, the, the Podcast Awards uh, in all our glory. Yeah. Uh, okay, going to finish on a, a problem as we uh, fast approach the hour point. <clears throat> How can I face his parents again? My boyfriend's parents caught us having sex. He'd assured me they were out for the day when they came home suddenly. I was half naked in the front room. Now his mother clearly hates the sight of me and his father keeps giving me weird smiles. (laughs) My boyfriend claims that they're fine and have forgotten the whole thing, but I feel terribly embarrassed about visiting him now. I'm 23. Should I have this out with them? Oh, I don't know. No, maybe just like pretend it never happened and then just get back to normal. I remember, um, and this is going to sound like it's me and I'm making out it was someone else, but it wasn't. It was my mate Steve, I'll name him. Uh, Most mate, I never. Yeah, go on. 
he uh, he he took a girl uh, back to his house, and we all sort of was probably about nineteen, and all still lived at home. Uh, and he had the angriest mum out of all of our mums. She was like ferocious. Um, and he had been to the, the, the club in, in the town we live in, which wasn't nice, uh, and had walked back uh, with this uh, girl that he'd met uh, that also lived uh, on our estate as well, uh, and took her back to uh, his house, uh, which I remember thinking, why would you do that? Like, Doreen is the angriest woman <laughs> I've ever met. Um, and... <laughs> They were having a kiss and a cuddle, uh, which um, then sort of unfolded into uh, her performing uh, fellatio uh, on him, at which point in the front room, at which point the living room light comes on uh, and a very angry Doreen screams, get that slag out of here, um, which we quote to him every time we see him. Uh <laughs> I know that girl really well as well, uh, and I've never really brought it up with her uh, because I think that would be quite strange. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's my only kind of experience of being caught, and it wasn't me, thankfully. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would say to that girl, and I would have said to that girl at that point, do not go back around there and try and make amends there because that's that's bad. What were they doing in the front she, room doing that? Like in a, a house where you live with your mum, but I don't know. I don't know. Like I would have thought, perhaps. Oh no, of course. So I'm giving way too much out about his <laughs> character. Um, he had a twin, uh, oh. who shared a room, so uh, that would have been uh, why perhaps he didn't go to uh, the bedroom. Sounds like a wasted opportunity. <laughs> 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 oh dear I mean would you just do I mean obviously it's something that's not going to happen to you because you um you aren't ever going out again <laughs> um but uh <laughs> should you uh, ever choose to leave the house and find yourself in that situation would you just kind of think I'll let the anxiety that I'm dealing with pass and then at a certain point just hope it just all just goes away or would you approach the subject and kind of make light of it or I don't know what would you do wrong with having sex with somebody yeah. what's that sorry Stop fucking walking in on us while we're having sex please on your sofa <laughs> that's what I was saying it was me I don't care if it's your fucking sofa and house. Can you please give us some privacy? <laughs> Trying to have sex yeah. here. I would just make a joke, I think, after, like maybe not immediately after, but like next time I saw her and, um, you know, I don't know, I'd slip in an awkward joke. That's what I usually do when I feel embarrassed and have been like, done something stupid. So mm, that's what yeah, I would do, I, just like laugh it off a bit. Not with Doreen. She sounds like a mega bitch. So. Oh, you would never have made a joke about that to her, ever. She, I, I reckon I probably, like, from the age of, like, five to the age of, like, 20, uh, I would see her at least two, three times a week, and I never once saw her smile, let alone laugh. Maybe because she weren't being let in on any jokes. Sometimes people just, like, you know... They don't, don't get given the chance to be let in on little bike rolls. Yeah. Again, I'm not <laughs> that. Have either of you been caught? No, I don't think so. Not that I can recall. I think I will be very, very embarrassed. And like, I think I walked in on my mate um when we was leaving a, a party and he was my mate that never ever ever had girlfriends ever uh and we'd all kind of just kind of just got with different girls and stuff and we was all just kind of having a kiss and a cuddle in different rooms and then I was like right I've 
we're going to go now. It's quite late. And I was driving, and I remember just thinking, right, I was going grab my mate. And as I walked back in the front room, he was literally having sex on the sofa. And I was like, oh, my God. And I almost thought, wanted to high-five him because he's never had, like, girlfriends or anything like that. And I just wanted to go, oh, mate, that's amazing. Oh, well done. Like, and I just thought, no, he's, he's still actually having sex with someone. I should just maybe just walk back out the room. But... Uh, just really, do you know what? That was something that made me really proud. <laughs> Going back to question four, I was like, oh, look at him. Oh, it's amazing. Bless. <laughs> He's having all the sex there. Oh, I love him. <laughs> all right, girls, well, look, we've just gone over the um, hour point. Um, we'll be back next week um, with another uh, story from the shop and uh, I, I guess another uh, barrage of uh, nonsensical chat. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll see everyone then, next right? Week. Yeah, see you Lovely. next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>